Hey, 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 what's up? What's good? It's your girl, Dakari, your host for the Bigger Picture Podcast. You know, we've only been coming out every couple weeks. You know, we've been busy. We got the magazine. We got a whole bunch of things that we're doing. We're really glad that you're tuning in. Thank you so much for your support. I got my co-host here. We're ready to talk about some serious business. You know, we're going to talk about abortion. Um, because last time we put the podcast out, it was literally like we recorded the podcast the day that that abortion law was put out, you know, and everyone was like a big, um, a big wave of everything, you know what I'm saying? And everybody was talking about it. So we didn't get a chance to talk about it until just now, you know, we're also going to be talking about today, uh, the fact that New York is actually, I don't know how many people are aware of this because I was not aware of this New York state in the city, especially. They are trying to make prostitution legal. I was very unaware of this and I was shocked. So we're going to talk about the abortion law that's, you know, it's viral. It's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. We're going to talk about the prostitution law that they're trying to make legal in New York State. We're also going to be talking about a little <laughs> what Rotimi, Rotimi posted today, something about 50 Cent trying to get his 300, his 300K from him. Yeah. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about uh, just some stuff that I've encountered. Of course, you know, I always got to bring my own personal stuff into this because it's just fun to talk about. And you guys are like, my, this is my therapy session. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really happy to hear about that. You know, and I definitely, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to address my beautiful and announce my beautiful and most beloved friend. Oh, my God. friend. Not my friend. My F-R-A-N. My friend. You know what I'm saying? Being original, say what's up. What's good? What's good, people? Yes. So, you about to get... You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You ready to get into this shit? All right. So, where you want to start first? You want to start funny? You want to start heavy? We can start light, go heavy? We can start heavy. We can start heavy. You want to go right into the abortion law, right? That's really heavy. That's very heavy. That's very, very, very heavy. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of people talking about what exactly why they're doing this that's the thing that's my biggest question it's not just what they're doing but why the fuck are they doing it you know um at first you know i was just like rah 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 you know what i mean talking about you know feminism and the fact that they really are trying to keep women down and blah 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 blah. and then somebody hit me and then since then i'm sure everybody hears about it or at least a lot of you guys a lot of quote unquote woke people are getting different uh videos and messages stating that they're doing it because they really want to increase the number of the white population there's that you know so i mean what do you think why do you think they're doing it i i do believe that they're using it for two purposes. Priority is to, again, to... Grow the white population? To maintain their majority. Right. Because otherwise, I mean, when you think about it, going as far as to make it illegal for incest right. and rape victims... Which is crazy to me. It's absolutely freaking I mean, bananas to me. Like, are you kidding me? Like, 11-year-old girl gets raped and she's got to be... You know, she's got to go through with having a child if she's living in these certain states. You gotta be kidding me. And you know what? I, 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 I'm flabbergasted because it's like, you don't see that shit flying in the northern states. No. You don't see that shit flying out in the west. You see that shit flying where segregation basically is still like the norm down in the south. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, anyway, further, I'm sorry, I cut you off. I'm just, you know, I get really excited when it comes to this shit. No, that's no problem. I think, I think that they do it to maintain the majority. Yeah. And I think it also feeds into the conservative base as far as Christianity. Right. Base. And right. they use that to mask it. Because why would you impose that? Not because mention, they have an agenda. There's a reason why incest and, you know... Physiologically, there's reasons why that's should, illegal. Yeah, it absolutely. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's, I mean, it's not fair to the child. The child can come out with deformities and everything else. You know, but I, when you look at some of these old bastards that are from behind the promotion of these things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you probably can see why they don't have a problem with it. Right. But it's disturbing to me because I think that it just shows you that no matter how far we think that the American dream has brought us, right, that there's still that. that and, that there's a part of that that culture. The American dream is a fable. Yeah, I agree. It's a fable. You know, it, it, it doesn't exist. It, it's just like this. And I don't even want to say it's some kind of idealism because when you really reach back and you look at it, it's a bunch of bullshit, you know, because of what it was built on. Um, you know, if it wasn't built on the backs of black people and, and, and Native American people and whatever, or, you know, the, the Spanish, or not the Spanish people, but um, the uh, Asian people, you know, that, that built the country, because that's what minorities have done. And I say minorities only because of the fact that white are the majority in this country. We are no, by no means necessary, minor, you know, but because it was built on our backs, you know, it's like, you know, these, these dreams that are built are just, they're a whole bunch of fucking fables. Well, I think that they're very inspirational. But in real life... Inspirational to who? To white people? The American dream... What, the dreams of freedom? The dreams of freedom. The dreams of freedom of equal, were... Equality. Yeah, they were... Bu- but how can you have dreams of equality when you're when they're built on slavery? That's just such a because conundrum. It, That's such a contradiction. I, I just... I, I. Because we weren't part of the dream. No, we of course we, we were. We were the means. We were means to try to gain the dream right. for white people. You know? Um... And it's kind of like, well, we're here now. And where we are now from here, where do we go? And it's just kind of like, you know, when we have Trump doing his dance out here, you know, I know that the abortion law has, you know, the fact that it's getting so much publicity and such has a lot to do with the fact that they are trying to distract us. Of course, I've been saying this since day fucking one. They are trying to distract us from the real agenda. They got some shit going on that they don't want any of us to even look into. They are changing laws left and right while we are arguing about this other shit. You know, we're arguing about abortion. They're changing shit we're arguing about civil rights we're changing they're changing shit you know what i'm saying so it keeps us distracted while they can do with the hell they can really wreak havoc you know and by the time 2020 comes you know you're gonna have to look to the people that you thought were your enemy and you're gonna have to gain an alliance with them because when it comes down to the come down, we're going to have to all pitch in and help each other. Watch. That's what's going to be the true testament. That's what's going to have us all get together and really make change. We are going to have a common denominator. We're going to have a common enemy. And what that common enemy is going to do is it's going to make us come together. We're going to have to work together to de- fucking defeat it. You know, people can say it's the devil. People can say that it's whatever race it is. People can say it's whatever religion it is. Whatever you want to say, whatever it is, it's still, there's going to be a common enemy per se. We're going to have to build an alliance and we're going to have to take it down. Or we are going to end up in concentration camps the way the Nazis did. We're going to have to end up, 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, am I, am I just, am I, am I in left field somewhere? You got to no, quiet. Not but at no. all. Um, we are going to end up in a space where we are fucked. So what we need to do is, is we need to get beyond this ego and we need to take off our glasses and start looking at one another and realizing that we are here to take these motherfuckers down. That's your role this life, this lifetime. That's your role. You decided to come back this lifetime. Y'all evolved woke motherfuckers out there. And I hate to keep cursing, but I'm really, I get really passionate and my mouth starts going left. You know what I'm saying? But you're really gonna have to wake up, okay? Despite all that other nonsense that you got floating in your brain, all that other psychic baggage that you got floating around in your brain, you're gonna have to realize that we were put here at the same time. You chose to be here at the same time with everybody else so that we can take these people down and realize our true greatness. Well, we have to take a stand against oppression and discrimination in all of its forms. Because in they all use, of it. Because they use all Sexual, of these... Or, or sexism, racism, you know, everything. Because they, they use all these different faces or mm-hmm. fronts mm-hmm. to keep us divided. You know, we're so visual. That's what the problem is. I feel like we're such visual creatures that instead of looking at a person's soul, we look at what they look like, whether it be their skin color, whether it be their sex, whether it be the how what they're wearing and how much money they make based off what they're wearing and where they live. And we try to talk, especially woke people. We try to pride ourselves on not being superficial, but we are actually, you know, we are all we're still all in that barrel together. We are still very superficial. You know, we don't take people for what they are at, you know what their worth is right. you know what I mean we get tied up in all the extra details you know what I mean and, and you know and it's really important that you know we come together and we I don't know see I, I start getting like I start getting on my soapbox no it's not good <laughs> I mean it's not good I start I mean, getting on my soapbox I mean if I mean to be honest if you don't see their agenda if you don't see the agenda of these people that are coming up with these laws it's just like Germany it's just like that's what uh, I'm saying. Concentration camps. Where people, it's happening. It's gonna people happen. saw these drastic changes, and they didn't respond to it until it went so far, until it was too late. People might look at this situation with the abortion laws and be like, "Well, I'm a god. What does that have to do with me?" It has everything to do. With it you. has everything to do with you, because you know, just just. I mean, I, I really, I'm really hold this completely, wholeheartedly disgusted with the thing about incest and the thing about rape victims. And now- But you know what's fucked up? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what's fucked up? Is that why does it take your brother raping you or you being brutally raped? Because that's the only way a man actually, actually will say that you've been raped is if you've been brutally raped, if you've been beat down. If you've got bruises and scars to prove that you were raped, to say that you were fucking raped. Why does it take that for a person to acknowledge, for y'all men to acknowledge that a woman has been raped? I don't get it. I don't I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like we talk about the abortion laws and, and then it's like, well, it's only OK if a woman has been traumatically to the fifth hundredth degree. It's only okay for her to get an abortion to the fifth hundred degree. Well, you like, see. I don't understand. But yo, yo, you know what it is? I, I, I talked, oh, hold on, I don't mean to cut you off. 
But I was just talking to a nurse about this. I work in the medical field. I was talking to a nurse about this and I was very passionate about it. We got into a very deep conversation. And you know what she said? Why? First of all, hold up. Stop the phone. Hold the phone. Why is your phone not on silent? Yeah. Okay, that's definitely going to be an edit. But go ahead. Continue on. This nurse, this nurse continues to talk about like she said to me because I told her about somebody that posted something on my page and I had to y'all saw anybody that follows me y'all saw I had to go ahead and delete and block this dude that was a misogynistic piece of shit because I don't play that shit you know he's gonna talk about I posted something that basically was like you know everybody saw it basically why are we talking about women's bodies when, you know, men can make a, a, a new child every single day. A woman can only make a child once every year, pretty much. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And somebody said, well, we need, well, if women stop hoeing. Is what this, this is what this motherfucker put on my page. So what I said was, is I know you ain't coming sideways on my page. Is basically what I said. And then he called me all kinds of bitches and hoes. And I said, all right, you blocked. You blocked. Bye. So we kept it that way, right? Right. My point being is, is that, you know, it's kind of like it all falls on the woman, right? It's not, it, and it's not fair. It hasn't been fair. You know, we got these men out here running around, you know, misogynistic. They want to, they want to hit. They want to, you know, who on a hit list? They want to know, you know, what they can do. But it's up to the woman because if she ain't making a dude put not put a condom on, then it's her fault. And now she's pregnant, and now she ain't supposed to get an abortion unless she was raped. It's just like it's just it, it just well, it, you're policing my body, man. You're policing my body, and yes, I feel like everybody should be more responsible. One of the laws that some of the states have passed that's being swept under the abortion law because mm-hmm. it's not getting the attention is mm-hmm. they also in certain states they have re-established what it means to give consent mm-hmm. and I saw, I saw I forget which state but one state where a woman can't she can't take back consent in the middle of sex in the middle of sex in the middle of sexual activity and then they have Redefine and you know what's fucked means. up is you already got enough women out there in the middle of having sex that feel like they don't want to stop having sex in the middle of sex because they feel fucking obligated already. We already, women have been pre-programmed to already feel that we are obligated to follow through with something like that. You know what I mean? Even if we're not with it. You know, we feel obligated to have sex with somebody. Oh, well, I did lead him back to the hotel or I did lead him back. We are at his apartment and I came over to have a drink. So I, I guess, you know, I, I don't want to upset him because I made him feel as though I was interested in him sexually. And now I'm just going to have sex with him. So I'm just going to deal with it. Right. That happens a lot. That yeah. happens so many fucking right. times. And you know what? That's the fucked up part. That's the part, honestly, that's the part we need to fix. Because if women were to stop feeling that way, okay, if we could get the whole, you know what I'm saying? We can get women to stop feeling that way. Right. Then we wouldn't have all this other bullshit. Well, I think that... There'll be less of then. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I think, you know, consent through coercive means is still rape. A lot of times, 
those things happen because there's a physical intimidation factor there. There is. There is. You know, that, like, if this I've, guy... I've been there. I've been there personally. I get it. I totally get it. There has. You know, you got this guy, you know, you're, you're with him, and you're, t- you know, and, and you're at his crib, or you're at somebody's apartment or whatever, and, you know, and you're chilling, and it's late, and you're in a moment, you know, or, like, when I say in a moment, I mean, like, you've had way too much to drink, and now you feel stuck. Correct. Now you feel stuck, or or you you're in a you're you've had way too much drink, so you want so you pass out on the couch or wherever, and he wakes you up, and you're not coherent per se. You're not completely passed out, but you're not coherent. So you're just like you feel. I don't know. I don't know if obligation is the word, but you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what to feel. Right. So you're just. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, you know, men don't have that kind of energy surrounding their sexuality. They don't. No. Men never really feel... Men don't feel pressured to have sex from a woman like that. Ever. Not, Ever. not, not coercively. Not coercively in a physical sense where you have a woman... You know what I mean? And if, I mean, maybe there are men that feel that way. Maybe, maybe there are. I don't I haven't heard too many. Maybe it's because it's not considered cool to feel that way because then you're not a man because you don't want sex. Well, Who think, the hell knows? I don't know. You know, I'm sure I mean, that does exist, but... Well, I'm sure that, you know, like, uh, what's the name of that movie? Hmm. The movie, the Eddie Murphy movie, where he's... he's um, Oh, Boomerang? No, the one that he's dating, he's dating the, the woman is, is a big woman. A, I don't remember... I forgot, I forgot what it's called. There's a movie where Eddie Murphy's dating this large, huge woman mm. that intimidates him, physically intimidates him. I don't know it. Why don't I know it? I love Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and it is, you know, so, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's guys out there that have experiences, but they're few and far between because most guys, most guys are, you know, are not, most guys are not punching above their weight in right. that way. right. Most of the guys that would fall into that victimology would be guys that are, you know, dating women that are it's a, have it's more a, mass. Well, them. listen, it's it's a very it's a very fine line because I mean I'm going to speak very very frankly as a woman. You know, when you have a man, when you, you know when you're in a situation. Now we've gotten way off abortion, by the way. We've got more into rape culture, but you know when you have a man that is bigger than you. You mean, I, do I personally like a guy that's bigger than me? Yes. Um, do I want a guy that seems like he can take charge? You know, most women do. Sure. You know? Um, and the thing is, though, is that it's kind of like, you know, it's such a fine line. You know, you want a person that can take charge, and but you want you want to be respected as well. I guess what it is... I guess what it all comes down to is intention. Well, it, it, that plays a big factor in it. Intention because, is because at the same time, as a man, mm-hmm. you know, while there's plenty of guys out there, obviously with you know with all the um, the Me Too movement and all mm-hmm. these, you know, mm-hmm. there's plenty of guys out there. Me as a man, I wouldn't want to sleep with a woman. I wouldn't want a woman to sleep with me in bad faith. Now there's guys out there that don't have a problem with that, because. But I think that uh, if a man, I, I think that if a man 
truly appreciates or cares for the woman in that the woman in that situation, I don't think any real man wants a woman to sleep with him in bad faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but the thing is though is that most men, so not I don't I don't want to say that was wrong me to say most men. Some men just don't care. Right. They legit don't care. You know, and that's the problem. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you have these these guys out here, especially if they've had a beverage, especially if they've been drinking. You know what I'm saying? They, they come out, they, they hook up with somebody, and all they're, carry, all they're worried about is, all they're caring about is the finish. Right. You know? And, you know, it's kind of like... I feel like, you know, I feel like what's wrong in society is that there is a lack of self-control. You know, that's funny that you that you mentioned that because Miguel Bean. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, she mentioned that in yeah, her interview. Yeah, she mentioned that in her interview, you know, um, in regards to the, the, the kid that got kicked off, the young man. I don't know, we got to stop referring to these grown-ass men as grown-ass men, man. Grown ass man. <laughs> you know, but she mentioned that. She mentioned that in regards to that situation from the TV show, from the Showtime show, The Shy. Yep, yep. You know, how there has to be a level of accountability. Yeah. This guy was an emerging star. You know, he, he could have been the next Michael B. Jordan. Right, right. He was on, he was well on that path. And then? And then for him to do with the things that he's been accused of doing. He, he unfortunately went left. All platforms, not just music, not just entertainment, not just sports, but also politics, also legal. I feel every every area, every industry plays into toxic masculinity. Because you have first off, there should be more women in positions. In in every area, across the board, every field, every you know, there's not to me any career field that a woman can't do um and I feel like it first starts there so women can have a voice and speak on the views of what is toxic masculinity because at first maybe they may not know but if women are not in place they've been aware of it it's one thing when you know the whole movement and the whole thing with Jason Mitchell it's one thing when you don't know okay you're doing it this is the way of life this is the way you raised whatever, this is what you're used to, nobody's ever said anything, so you don't know. But once someone has vocalized it and made you now aware that it's toxic, now you're now aware that you need your masculinity to just shadow us and try to diminish us and dim our light, and you continue to do it, then it's a problem. Then it's like, okay, now we gotta take it a step further. So I do feel in every career field. I I feel you see it on social media and it's like when is it enough? When do when do guys see it and and think to themselves, okay, this is something gotta stop. Like something gotta change. Like this is toxic. This is something that we should pass on to our youth, the the guys we're raising, no matter what race, no matter you know, no matter what their sexuality. At some point, you kind of have to take the responsibility to say, okay, we're going to stop. 
And we as women have to take the responsibility when we're raising our, our sons when, when we have boyfriends, when we have husbands of saying like, no, this is not okay. No, don't put this out there. No, don't do certain things. Because okay, if the if you if a person's mother doesn't teach them, that don't we shouldn't just be like, okay, well, they didn't learn. Their, their mom didn't teach them. They don't know any better. No, as a female, we have to check and hold people, the men in our life accountable. You know, to circle back to the to the where we started with the abortion, it just shows that who does all these changes benefit? Exactly. Because we know that those laws don't, those exceptions and all those... They're not for us. Yeah, all those extended considerations... They're not for us. It, we don't get those in court. No, not at all. Whether it's social, economical disadvantages uh-huh. or through straight-out discrimination. You, you already know who those changes are in support of. Right, right. So it's just a part of that whole mentality. Let me tell you something. And I don't care if this is on air and on record. If anybody were to ever come from my daughter and do some fuck shit, I would shoot them. I would find them and I would shoot them. And I don't care. I'm dead serious. I'm really, I'm really serious. I don't care. Have me on record saying that. Because my daughter, she's seven, and she's, you know, she's going to be getting to that age in like three, four, five years. You know, everybody's going to start checking for her. And I will shoot somebody. I, well, I think that that emotion is very understandable. I'm serious. I don't play that. I feel the same way. I, you know, my father doesn't like it when I mention it, but I told him, if someone did something to a child of mine, listen, I, I'll give you a whole clip in church, in front of the choir, yep, during, during prayer, it yep. doesn't matter. Yep. You better hope, you better hope that there's divine intervention between me hearing the information and me finding you. At that point, I'd be glad to do the whole 25. Yep, agreed. Because to me, that's worth it. Especially knowing that the laws are not going to protect them. Now, how do you feel? How do you feel about with all this going on with the abortion? Now, they're also doing in New York, they're trying to make prostitution legal. I think that... You think that's just a money thing? I think it's a money thing because you, you're not stopping it. It's just like marijuana or anything else. You're not, you're not stopping it. You're, yeah. you're not you, stopping you it. Well, you might as well try to... Instead of going against the grain, let's go with it. Regulate it <laughs> and tax it. Mm-hmm. Standing. Right, it's an know, ethical thing. It's built around that and Christian Oh, rules. boy. But I think, I think it should be legal. I think it should be legal. I feel like this. If we're out there... If we're out there taxing everybody else for everything, you know what I'm saying? And women want to make money that way. It's not the way I would make money. But if that's the way a woman wants to make money, if the man wants to pay for it, who the hell are we to say that they can't go ahead and do that because of some morals or some ethics? And da, 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 da. There are a lot of things going on out there that are ethically, quote unquote, wrong and morally wrong that are still going, out, going on out there. Look at all the ethically wrong and morally wrong decisions that are being made by the people that are in charge of our laws right now so who the hell are we to say 
that that can go on. Again, I'm not all for it. I'd be pretty pissed if my daughter said she wanted to be a prostitute. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I would really not be wanting that to happen. I'd be trying to tug her to a different direction. I'd be like, we need to move out of the state because this state this is legal. <laughs> yeah, that's one big argument. Uh, that's one yeah, big I'm argument. not feeling it, but I mean, just because I know what it, what sex does spiritually to people, you know. Um, you know, as far as the connection of people and blah blah blah. You know, it's not this. It's not the podcast for this, but you know, it, it's kind of like. You know, I just wouldn't want it for my daughter. But you know what? When I look at it from what's fair is fair. And I'm looking at it, you know, from an outsider's perspective. If that's what a person wants to do and a person wants to pay for it, I don't don't care. That's your business. That's what you want to do. That's your business. I, I believe, I believe that let them be great. Yeah. Let, 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 is that what you, you want to do? Because you're not gonna stop it. If that's what you want to do, then uh, I that, mean, that's fine. I mean, that's that's fine. You're not gonna stop it, and if you make it legal and you regulate it, it will be a lot more safer. Yeah, it, it can be. It could be a lot more safe for people. Um, I think that you know, a lot. You know, it would get rid of the whole incel group of people. You know. Um, that dynamic. Uh, I think that I think that it's a good thing. I, I mean, shit. I, I'll be. I'm more concerned. I'll be. I'm far more concerned with what the knuckleheads do, the gangs do, or thugs do, than I am worrying about what's what some woman is doing on Hunts Point right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or man. Or whatever. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? There, you know, to me, hey, listen, uh, some of these people out here, some of these people out here, they're probably just one orgasm or one trick away from doing something dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so let, it, let let the Johns be great. You know, let let the Johns right. be great. That's you know what I'm saying? Really, that's what he really wants to do, and he wants to put himself in jeopardy and Listen. everything else. I mean, that that's fine. I mean, Me- he's putting himself in jeopardy. She's putting herself in jeopardy. It's a risky business because there's a lot of real funny style stuff that happens well, between a John and a prostitute. But here's the, here's the other side of it. The benefits is, you know, whether I just believe that whether male, or male whether they be male or right. female or right. non-gender or binary. Right, right. Let hoes be great. Let them be Let great. hoes be great. Let hoes be great. You heard it first here on The Bigger Picture, y'all. <laughs> ben said, let, let hoes be great. Let them be great. Because, it, like I said, they're when they regulate it, just think about it this way. And I'm not trying to be, I'm going to get on my fake woke thing. Okay, just uh, think about it. Oh, your fake woke thing. The fake woke thing, because I just it just occurred to me. So okay. it's woke. I'm woke now <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> Go ahead. I want to hear this. Just think about it. Uh-huh. Now, when they legalize it, mm-hmm. now these women that are out here, they're going to be better protected because it's legal now. Right. Right. So now they're not going to be as as you know they're going to find that uh, hopefully i feel that it would encourage them to report more crimes against them okay because you know it's, it's just like a drug dealer going to the cops about being robbed they're not going to do that right right so if you're out there if a you know if a woman is out there trying to make income for her family <laughs> or herself okay just herself but okay. the, you know the ones that are trying to take care of the, you know keep the lights on right 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 if, if she's violated 
she shouldn't she would she be, able, be to, able to report it and not feel as if her a stigma about it yeah or that she's yeah. you know victim blaming right because it's illegal so I, I feel you you know I just hey listen I think that you know cause you're not stopping it no you're not people are just better at hiding it concealing it yeah I mean I, I just you know I just think like all the raggedy places like the blue moon and all these places you know, now they can go get. <laughs> you are so stupid. They can get special licensors for it. Right. <laughs> right. Now they, you know? now, now they don't have to give up half their They're money. They're not even that great. No. Well, most of well, most of the ones, you know, the difference. You know, the difference between call girl and hookers is branding. <laughs> I didn't realize it's, that, Ben. No, I, I didn't get that, that far. No, that's the difference. The difference okay. is is branding, because you know why. Like a, a twelve hundred dollars a night call girl. Mm-hmm. She's the reason why she's what sits her apart for from the fifty dollar holes on Hunts Points. Right. It's branding. Branding. Because the twelve hundred dollars, they're doing the same thing. Essentially, yeah. Basically, they're doing the same. They're offering the same service. No, I get that. They're probably well. The Hunts Points probably doing a lot less talking. <laughs> but, <laughs> They're trying to stack up. They're trying to get you in and get you out. I'm just saying. But it's all about branding. They, they, they don't get the, the call girls don't get treated the same way. Yeah. They, I'm just saying. Let well, them how do you break. think that is? I mean, when you look at the game, when you look at the game and you look at everything that people do in order to get these contracts, you know. Um, you know, aren't people selling parts of themselves still? Oh yeah, there's there's whole articles. There, if you go and type, no, I want a I want a record deal. So if, here, if I'm you, about to be your hoe. You about to be my pimp. If you t- if, listen, if you talk about fucking for beats, right? There's whole articles on Christine Christina Aguilera and some of these other ones. Really? Yeah. Um, you there's some people. I'm not gonna put all their businesses out there. Okay. But there's some people, even some of the people I've interviewed. Okay. There's some people that you could tell who they're fucking. Because that's who's producing that project <laughs> in that moment. <laughs> you can see the energy? You can see. Like, you go look at some of the, the um, some of the discographies. Go okay. look at some people over here with cash money and a little Wayne young money. And then they're over here with... Uh, somebody else. All right. Well, wouldn't you say that that's just part of the process of creation? Sometimes, sometimes when well, you're creating well, some things it's, it's, and you work together in close well, environments. And, well, it's the law of know? proximity. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's the law of proximity, but at the same time, some of it is the law of proximity. Okay. Because if you're working within the industry and you're engaging with these people on a regular, on a regular basis, basis, of course, you're gonna and they're bonds. and they're the only, you know. You know, you know yourself as, you know, as a brand is a very, most people don't understand the things that we go through. Right. In the industry. Right. So it's, it's really beneficial to have somebody who understands these things. Mm-hmm. However. Okay. However, you get to, you can separate that from the studio racks. You can step, you can separate that from the studio racks. So what do you think, what do you, what do you say about this shit that happened with Rotimi and uh, F50? 
I mean, obviously, it's not the same, the same kind of dynamic. But, but there are women that go through that all the time. You know what I'm saying? There are women that go through that all the time. I mean, like, you owe me 300 G's, son. Well, listen. <laughs> what they call it, they call it the music business. It's not the music friendship. That's right. And you know what? You could tell what it is the moment that somebody else is not able to profit mm-hmm. off of your talent. Right. It gives real business then. It gets very yeah. real. And, you know, there's, there's, you know, I think that, I think that a lot of those misunderstandings wouldn't take place. Right. If you don't confuse the two. Right, right. Clyde Davis, um, Donnie, uh, I forgot his last name, Jimmy over at Interscope. Okay. These guys drop people all the time. Nobody goes to them and say, hey, Clyde is funny style because he drops so-and-so. No, because he's he doesn't have that level of attachment with his artists. Jay-Z drops somebody, it's, it's a problem. Diddy drops somebody, you're a sellout or you're taking advantage of people. That has a lot to do. That's something different. Right. Though. That's a no, racial but, thing. But, but I'm just saying that... But it's the we all supposed to be working together. We right. all supposed but, to but be in, accountable for each other. But in our, but in our culture, know? but in our culture, we have these relationships right. that go beyond business, that familiarity. Mm-hmm. So well, people are trying to build familiarity anyway. You right. know what I'm saying? I can so, post something on on Instagram, so and when, I got people saying whatever. They don't even know me. So do you know when we're, we're Timmy in your business deal? Right. When you leave a label, right. you owe them money. Most most labels work it out with the other label. Right. But if yeah, you leave a record label, you gotta pay those people to let you out of that contract. It's not it's not no such thing. Lucky they ain't jumping you out, man. <laughs> like you threatened me if I left the bigger podcast, you said that the bigger picture only, podcast? Yeah, you said that there's only one way out. There's only one way out of the podcast, man. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. That's just the way it is. No, but I, I think I think well, I think that they're playing it out, and I think they're playing it out, and um, because the energy would be really, really different. Yeah, yeah. I think they're playing it out to promote the next episode of Power because it creates probably uh, because it creates chatter right. and it keeps everybody relevant. It's a lot of aggression. And, what you call it? Threatened? Um, oh uh, no, Omari. Omari threatened somebody. Yeah, he kind of made a a veil threat. Against, uh, I think, it, I think Joe Budden Shut for talking up. about the Beyonce thing, because he basically said, like, you know, if you're a comedian like right. Kevin Hart, right, right, if right. you make fun of it, then it's different because that's your talent, that's what you do. But if you're not a comedian, you're not right. allowed to make fun of it. I like to see. He basically said, I want to see you do that to my face. Wow, I no, didn't know that. No, Amari's not. Amari's not with the shits. He's not a punk. <laughs> no, when we met him that time, he didn't seem like a punk. No, he's not a punk. Amari's not a punk. No, it's not a game. When you when you see what you see from him on Power, right? There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of authenticity right. <laughs> and realness that comes from his own personality and that character. I believe. You know, he was like he, he was like yo. He's he's Jay. He's like he's you know, real. Jay. He was like Jay didn't have a problem with it. Right. You know, it was it, you know he's like if anything you know Jay would probably be like. Because of that level of familiarity he has with them, mm-hmm. that he was like, if anything, Jay would be probably if I didn't do it, Jay would probably look Question at me like, mark. right, what, you, what's like, going what are you on? Doing? What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know why you acting funny? So yeah, no, it's a lot of energy. I think that uh, and 
you know, after reading Fifty's book. Oh, so what do you think? What do you think out of Omari and uh, Homeboy? What do you think? Of him and who? Joe? Yeah. What do you think? What you, what you think? Joe don't want that smoke. I don't think he does either. Oh, <laughs> It's so funny. See, Joe, Joe, Joe. I don't think he I, does either. I'm a fan of Joe's work. I die him too. But, but, but <laughs> even when he got into it with my boy Consequence, and Consequence is not the biggest dude in the world. You know it's what I'm saying? Size. You know, it's about heart. You know, it's about but, skill. Right. You know, so. I mean, I, I, I feel like this. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is this. Mm-hmm. You know, after meeting Amari at the thing mm-hmm. and me knowing Joe. Right. If I was Joe, I would be trying to apologize to him. <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. You are so crazy. Because you don't want that pressure. Well, I, you know, it's crazy. It's great. You know, I would love to be on his uh, podcast, though, Joey's. Yeah. We should see if we get on Joey's podcast. Joey, if you're listening, if you ever listen to this, you know, who knows? You never know. You never know. If you're listening, if you ever listen, you should have us on your podcast. Yeah, you need a nice, fresh, fresh, feminine energy on your podcast, I think. Oh, you were? You, you, you just going I'm not trying to say that I'm going to be on this podcast regularly. I'm just saying as a guest. He should put you as a guest on as this podcast. As a guest. That would be really real. Like, he should have me on there as a guest. That would be dope. I think it would be dope. That would be dope. You know what I'm saying? I, you know you got to come with me, though. You know I wouldn't go without you. No, it's cool. I, it's cool. I'll come through. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the show and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Joe better leave Omari alone, though. <laughs> Joe better at least hit the gym. You better start training. You better start training for that. But anyway, so listen here, listen here. We just talked about a whole lot of stuff, you know. I hope you guys stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in today. You know, we got to wrap it up right now. Um, we do have the issue coming out next Friday, you know, or this coming Friday, actually, I should say. And um, I hope you guys uh, stay tuned and you go ahead and you peep that. We got a lot of great artists in there. I'm not going to go ahead and drop who the cover is because she is unsigned and she is bad as fuck. And I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody's reaction to this female because she is really, really artistic. I really love her energy. I think y'all going to love her too. So, you know what? On that note, we're going to go home. We're going to let you go. Where can they find you? Ben Original, Twitter, Instagram. I've been the original one on Snapchat or at Urban Magazine along with you. All right, all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? You guys know you can find me on Instagram, of course. That's my favorite place to be at D-A-K-A-R-I-E-L-I, Dakari Eli. You can also find me on Facebook, Dakari Eli. I got two different pages on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, same name, Dakari Eli. You know, and um, yeah, just hit us up. You know, if you got some content, you got some questions, don't send me some random musical tracks, please. Even though I am the VP of A&R, uh, you know, for Urban, please don't do that. You know, um, please, if you know, but if you got some suggestions, you got some content, some serious content, and you're really about your business, no, I'm not trying to date you. Hit me up. No problem. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we love that y'all coming out for us. We love that y'all support us. You know what I'm saying? And we got so much stuff planning, or that we got planned, excuse me, for this summer. And um, on that note, we're going to let y'all go. I hope y'all stay up. Stay focused, stay blessed. Good night.